And we are live. Round two of high school sports football playoffs. All in on high school sports. Jen Valenti, Kurt Valenti, how are you? Good, good evening. Thanks for watching, everyone. You're rocking the Yankee hat tonight. I am, yep. You know, we got college basketball back, NFL, high school, and you're wearing the hat of the one sport that's not going on tonight. I liked how it looked with the shirt. But your but, but your <laughs> your other side is back because since it's basketball season, who's back? UVA and Jenny Hoops. <laughs> My alter ego. Yeah. Your alter ego. So right out of the gate, Mr. Kirkpatrick. Hello, all. Welcome again to another episode of the best high school sports show on earth. And happy Tuesday, all. He's also saying, rare occasion. He's watching on YouTube instead of listening at work. Oh, nice. And we are we are on the big screen down, <laughs> down in, in Prince Frederick right now. What do we got going on on the on the agenda tonight? Well, on the agenda tonight, we are going to be welcoming the Mount Olive football coach Brian O'Connor, and then we will also welcome the Clifton head football coach Ralph Sinku. But I don't want to forget we have some breaking news. We yes. just read that. Um, Good friend of the program, Coach Bayera of Ramsey, was just awarded or uh, cited as the New York Giants Coach of the Week. So congratulations to Coach Bayera. I believe Bayera. week nine. I'm going to keep saying his name because now I think I can say it correctly. Yes. So Coach Bayera, congratulations from all in. And there he is, Mr. Beelan. Best duo in the game. I hope these standings are changing again this week. I'm, I'm going to say he's creeping up. He's creeping up. Well, if he's creeping up, somebody's creeping down. And I know it's not this guy. And I know it's not you. Yeah. So there's only one more guy left. And I think he's watching on the big screen tonight. And I can see he's getting a little desperate in his picks. So um, real quick, uh, Kenny's saying great job, coach. Real quick, round two, we're going to hear from. And, and now it's like, you know. You know, you, you look sometimes and you're like, okay, how'd this team make it? Or how'd this team... Now it's like these four teams left in each bracket. Right. Anybody can win it. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, there's no gimme, quote unquote, gimmies. The and stakes just get higher it and is. higher. Yeah. And look yeah. at this. James Sickinger. Ah. Thanks for changing the bulb. I, Jim, <laughs> I don't want to say it on air, but I want you to send... I kind of told her the story of... The preference got, of how it who got, got done. Service first. Who got service first? So <laughs> and there's no no doubt that that's how the order went. Very nice. So here Enjoy we go. Enjoy your new bulb. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, we have Coach O'Connor ready to go. So should, shall I? Yeah. Let's him? bring him in. All right. Let's get Coach O'Connor to join us. We'll give him a second to get situated. And he's throwing out a PE Zoom. first. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> I did send Coach Sickinger a uh, a text message a couple weeks ago about the usage of the uh, of the elliptical in the garage. Well, <laughs> it, it's you know it's too early right now. Coach, I I think we have your audio. I don't think we have your video. Oh, there we go. Is it working? Looks like it might be. Coach Cicillano's checking in, saying hello. What's going on, Mister Sis? Coach Breslin saying hello. Oh, very nice. Uh, it looks like it is black on our end. Can you see us okay, Coach? Yeah, I see you guys fine, actually. Yeah, I'm trying to... We're doing all if we have to, it's fine. ...here with my camera. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, if you if we, uh, if we you want to work on it and uh, we'll keep the audio for now, that's fine, if that's okay with you. 
Sure, not a problem. Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. We know you are in the thick of preparations for your second round of the state tournaments. We really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Allow me to officially introduce you to our audience. We are joined tonight by uh, Coach Brian O'Connor of Mount Olive Football. He's been the coach uh, at the helm of the Mount Olive program since 2016, making this his sixth year at the helm. His Marauders are currently 8-2, and two, coming off a 41-13 victory over Mars Knowles in the first round of the North 1 Group 4 State Tournament, and they've advanced to the semifinals of that bracket and will face the number one seed, Northern Highlands, this weekend. So, Coach, would you mind starting with maybe giving us a quick quick recap of last week's game you guys are playing um you know you're playing in a four or five game right you're pitted against a team that you saw earlier in the season uh were you guys pleased with the matchup and the opportunity to avenge an earlier season loss uh no absolutely we were definitely uh we're pretty we're happy with, with the bracket where we are in the bracket um you know after looking at all the powerpoints and things like that and you try to figure out that whole mathematical equation which is kind of crazy to try to figure out but we 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 uh, we kind of figured where we were going to be, and we were definitely happy once we saw that we were matched up with Marsh Knowles. I think the team was happy just because, like you mentioned, you know, to try to avenge an earlier loss back in week two. Um, the team was very – and the coaches and I were all very excited to try to get a second chance to redeem ourselves because we're definitely a different team now than what we were back in week two. Awesome. Very nice. Coach, talking about the bracket, if you can go over, you know, last week we had a couple people on from each bracket, but um, obviously now there's four left out of the eight, But so it's Northern Highlands, you guys, Ridge, and Ramapo. Uh, if you could just go over a little bit the bracket as a whole of the four teams left. Um, well, I mean, I was I was very surprised to see Ridge play as well as they did and dominate. Um, I was a little surprised. I'm not surprised, obviously, Northern Highlands won – you know, very easily because they've been dominating pretty much all year. And even Ramapo, um, knowing them very well from my old my days back when I was at Wayne Valley and playing them. So I know what Coach Gibbs does over there. Um, so I'm not surprised at all to see Northern Highlands and Ramapo, you know, obviously the one, two seeds advancing very easily. Um, but we like, I think it's, you know, this time of year, it's all about who's healthy and, you know, who's playing well. So we were, we were happy with where we were, other than maybe not having one more home game for fans would have been nice. But we were, we were very excited and happy with where we were in our bracket. So we, we like our chances. Coach, by the way, Coach Breslin, assistant coach at Ramapo, saying, what's up, Coach O'Connor? So, <laughs> How's it going? He's giving a heads up. <laughs> um, coach, so that upcoming game, like Jen was saying, semifinal against the number one seed, undefeated, the number one team in North Jersey, Northern Highlands. Um, of course, we don't want to give game plans out on, on the air. <laughs> but um, just the upcoming game, you know, what, what's your thoughts about um, Northern Highlands? They are a well, no big surprise. The number one team in a a very good team. But um, I think the biggest thing that we've noticed. I mean, we've seen pretty, basically every game they've had and watched them all several times and studied them over. Uh, the biggest takeaway, besides the talent and the quarterback being extremely talented, is they don't make mistakes. And if you do make any mistakes, I mean, I'm watching game film where. It looks like a team is marching, getting down, ready to score, and all of a sudden tip ball and bang, they run it back for a 90-yard touchdown. They have been extremely opportunistic, blocking punts, uh, defense making turnovers, and any time a team does make a mistake, I don't think they've never not capitalized. So I think that's the biggest thing going into this game is is execution and just really 
not making any mistakes and making sure we uh, you know, take care of the football. Coach, it's funny you actually say that because a game that Jen and I watched, and it's it's funny you say because our next guest is Coach Sinku from Clifton, but that's exactly like that Northern Highlands-Clifton game. It was, you know, Clifton was in that game, made a couple mistakes here and there, Northern Highlands, uh, you know, capitalized, yeah. capitalized on it. And, yeah. and it's funny you say that because that's, you know, that was the game we watched, and uh, that's the same thing we saw at the Highlands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it's exactly right. It's kind of been that been that they've been that way all year long. I mean, if you make any type of mistake, they're going to capitalize. I have not seen them not capitalize yet, and I've seen every single one of their games. <laughs> Coach, would you mind highlighting some of your players, both uh, offensively and defensively, maybe even leadership wise, that have had an impact on your squad this season? Sure. I mean, I think um, one of the biggest biggest impact players so far, which a lot of people know about, is Hunter Perez. He's our starting running back and inside linebacker, and he's our workhorse. Uh, basically, we've been in, the, in our seven-game win streak here or whatever we have here. I think he's averaged about 150 yards a game rushing, two or three touchdowns a game. He's also a starting linebacker for us as well, and you know, he's just been our, a workhorse for us. His leadership has been tremendous. He's one of our captains. Um, but I just think, you know, when we need those tough three or four yards, he's that back that can just pound it in there. And he's very capable of, if you give him a little daylight, he's going to make you pay for it. That little four-yard, little hole, all of a sudden he's gone 80 yards. So he has the power to grind it out, but also the you know the breakaway speed to make that big play really make you pay for it. So he's been obviously the biggest impact player for us so far this year. Um, but the biggest uh, difference for us offensively right now has been pretty much the offensive line really gelling. It's uh, four new starters on that offensive line. And our quarterback really coming into his own. He's a first-year starter, Jake Clemente. And he's really done a tremendous job, you know, these last seven, eight weeks, just really getting better and better every single game and uh, making all of his reads because we run a lot of RPOs and things like that and keeping his eyes open downfield. And he's just been able to make a lot of plays both with his, with his arm and his legs. And that's been the biggest impact for us on offense. Nice. Um, and defensively, I think it's, just a t it's our defense – uh, really, it's just been it's been a team defense. I mean, for us to shut out Sparta and, um, you know, to really click, it's really just been the defense as a whole. We always preach, you know, defense, team defense, swarming to the ball. And really, it's just been them executing the game plan and literally everyone just doing their job. As I always say, do your job. Don't worry about everything else. Focus on your job and we'll be fine. And that's something they've really done very well the last couple of weeks is just doing their job and executing on a high level. Coach, uh, Dr. John Taylor, athletic director of Irvington, good friend of the show, a couple comments. He says, Coach O'Connor, you run an amazing program. Definitely have your guys ready to play each week. Saw firsthand how they love to play for you and your staff. Good luck to you and your guys. Then he said, Hunter Perez was the week one state defensive player of the week for his performance against us. Deserves a spot on the all-state team. Well, first, thank you very much. I appreciate those comments. And uh, I think he's absolutely right with Hunter being very deserving as, you know, somewhere on that All-State team, whether it's that linebacker he's very capable of or running back, uh, just an all-around athlete. I mean, he, he probably would have more tackles on defense, but, I mean, there's, for example, Sparta, we had a shutout, but we, we had carried the ball 43 times. And we're not a wing T team that, you know, pounds the ball. I mean, we're a spread team. We're going shotgun, no huddle. So for a running back in our offense that 43 carries, that's unusual, but that's what that game called for in that type of weather. And, you know, he stepped up and did whatever we, and always does whatever we ask. And again, we're talking with um, Mount Olive head coach, Brian O'Connor. Uh, thank you again for joining us, coach. Okay.
I appreciate it. Sorry, I don't know what's going on with my camera right now. No, 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 that's fine. I'm talking to you as well. I don't know what's going on here. I should be an expert with Zoom meetings by now after the year we've had. <laughs> you know, technology, know, technology never disappoints though, right? We, yeah. <laughs> Coach, for the people watching, I know, you know, I always, we always, me and Jen always talk and, you know, with our friends and whoever else we coached with. And we always said there was like always a difference, like with the players, with the coaches, when it got to like playoff week. So especially, you know, you guys, you guys got beat by Morris Snow, so it was even more like an incentive to get them. But, you know, have, have the kids just like even flipped the switch even more uh, now that it's, you know, playoff time? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, like you said, I think everywhere, everyone kind of knows because when you have that, you play that last game, you're kind of like, hey, great season, good job. Guys, we're on to the second season. There's no more second chances. And it's kind of like, I think that kind of sinks in a little bit and they realize, oh yeah, you're right. You know, we mess up like we did in week two. Maybe we'll get a chance to see him down the road. Well, there's no more second chances, guys. If we mess up, you realize the season is over. And I think that definitely does start to kind of register a little bit with the players and even more so the coaches, you know, I mean, you know, the, co the coaches love being doing this and um, they realize how much more intense it is. And, you know, the sense of urgency definitely is there more even, you know, talking with the coaches and meetings and going game planning, you definitely sense a lot more intensity. And yeah, even in practice too, you see the sense of urgency a lot more. Absolutely. Coach, you <clears throat> took over the program in uh, 2016, right? The, uh, the, that year and a couple years prior had been like sub 500 records. Then 2017, your second season, you guys played old Japan in MetLife for a sectional title. And every year since then, you've qualified for postseason play with the exception of last year with COVID where there wasn't any. But what do you attribute your program's success to? Um, I mean, the, the players honestly have really bought into everything we preach. I think I have a great coaching staff. Um, you know, like any successful program, I mean, first off, you need the players and they, they have to buy into the program. Um, I think the biggest thing is the all year strength conditioning programs, understanding all summer long, doing the summer workouts, it's a grind and it's not easy. And I always tell the players that, and you have to be willing to sacrifice that. And it's something they've been doing. And the coaches too, all summer long with the seven on sevens, the, the early morning lifts and practices and, you know, making a lot of sacrifices. And I think, you know, the entire program is doing that. All the players understand that. And then they're buying in. Um, sometimes you have to get a little lucky and the ball bounces funny ways. And it, it definitely bounced our way in year two and we we're able to really turn it around. But, um, that definitely helps the players believe into what you're selling. But I just think overall, we've have, I've had a tremendous support from our administration, from the athletic directors, just with, you know, rebuilding the weight room and, you know, locker room and our stadium and our facilities. And, you know, the players kind of get that sense of pride. And now they're kind of seeing, hey, I have that sense of pride. I'm, I'm sacrificing this and it's paying off. And, and I think that's the biggest thing. And so that's why they're really buying into the program and, you know, and that's why we're seeing the results we're seeing right now. That's great. You guys do have a beautiful facility up there. That's uh, it really, you know, I, uh, I coached in, you know, at West Essex and in Montville and, you know, since my time, you know, I know that they've just done a total revamp up there. It's absolutely uh, gorgeous. And I'm, I'm sure that does attribute to just kids wanting to play all sports. Would you say? Absolutely. I, I, I think pride in your facilities, mm -hmm. whether it's your uniform, I mean, it sounds simple, but you know, you want, look good, feel good, play yeah. good. And having pride in your facilities and your weight room when you, you know, revamp it and redesign everything and all this, you spend all this money towards it definitely gives the kids a sense of pride and they want to play good. They want to play well. And 
they they know when other teams are coming here they're kind of like whoa look at this i mean yeah he's around the corner we get to see the big dome over there we get to practice when it's bad weather we get to go on a indoor training facility with our dome and have a full-size field so it's definitely something the kids are proud of and they, they want to play because of that that's great coach you mentioned it before you said you wish you had one more um uh, home playoff game. Hey, it, it technically it's still possible, right? It is still possible. It, yeah, it is. It like, is, right? It is. It, no, it definitely is. We take care of our business and maybe, uh, and no disrespect to Ramapo or Coach Gibbs, I know him well, but uh, I wouldn't mind them maybe slipping up a little bit. They've won enough and letting Ridge maybe upset them and we'll gladly host a game. Right? There you go. At that beautiful facility. But talking about that, um, home field advantage for you guys and particularly last week right because you guys were yeah, i'm sorry you guys were away yeah. you were away sorry right. about that but so you mentioned already you mentioned like the administration and stuff like that but how would you say the the like it's oh you know so it's tuesday is the is the school already like pumped up for you know for this game like are they getting ready to, to travel and you guys are going to travel nice to highlands i think we will i i i even my first year here, one of the first things I noticed in my first year was a rough year with wins and losses. You know, we used to look in the stands even before we had the stadium. I was like, this is a great student section. I mean, watching the kids cheer at the games and, you know, being giving the support. So we've always had a great, you know, fan base. And even last week, if you watched like some of the highlights on some of the sports channels were there and you see when we score and, and you hear the crowd roaring, it's like, whoa, I feel like we're the home team. Um, but I know. I do know they're actually talking about getting at least two fan buses to go up to bring the students that can't drive going up there Friday and because it's not a not a close trip. It's not around the corner by any means. So um, I think we will travel well, despite whatever the weather may be. But I think the student body will be there and teachers and administration will support. And I know several students have talked about, hey, Coach O'Connor, we're going up. I'm like, all right, great. See you there. Not that I'll see him, but I'll let them think I'm seeing them. So <laughs> but I do think the support has definitely been there and they've been very supportive. Awesome. Very nice. Coach, before we let you go, we like to do a little segment that we call Rapid Fire, where we give you a couple more fun, quick type questions. Are you good with that? Oh boy. Okay, <laughs> I know. I always like preface it like that, and then it's like the pressure questions it turns out to be. <laughs> By the way, Coach has a good mic. You could actually, yeah. you could hear it. Like that microphone's like a legit <laughs> microphone. Oh, great. Hey, I'll be here. Um, all right. So, Coach, what's your biggest win as a head football coach at Mount Olive? Our biggest win would probably be in 2017 when we up when we actually avenged uh, our a loss during the season. We went 10 and two that year, but we were eight and one regular season. Second semifinals of playoffs, we beat West Marsh. And that was the only team that beat us in the regular season, and we beat them to get into the sectional finals. So that was probably our that's definitely our biggest win. All right, awesome. And I'm sorry to follow it up with this one, but your toughest um, loss. <laughs> make you relive the toughest loss oh that's easy i mean that's you know in the state finals no one expected us to even be there and to lose by a field goal and we had the ball with 30 seconds had the ball with 30 seconds left on the 28 yard line and unfortunately we turned it over and we really thought we were getting ready to score and you know to win that game so that was definitely a, a very disappointing big defeat but you know kind of twofold very proud that we were able to get there but so disappointing because we were so close Okay, Coach, what's in, in your area, in the Mount Olive area? Give me the best pizza, your favorite pizza place in the area. Uh, well, there are, I'm sure like most towns, there's got to be like six or seven pizzerias in town. <laughs> um, but the place that my family and I actually go to a lot is actually Frank's Pizzeria. It's a kind of, when I'm not in season, the Friday night family dinners, we do go there a lot. So Frank's Pizza is probably the, the place that's the best pizza. Okay. Sorry to the other places, you're all good. 
want anyone to be joining my pizza, but Frank's is the place to go to the most. Nice. All right. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you you uh, played your college ball at BC, correct? Yes, I did. So spent some time in Boston. And did your graduate work there as well? So you're very familiar with Boston. Am I right? Yes, that's okay. correct. So our, uh, my next question is, who has a better cannoli, Boston or Jersey? I'm going to put the oh, whole state no, of Jersey. No, there's no guts easy. I mean, when anytime we're talking about Italian... I grew up in East Hanover, which is a big <laughs> Italian population. Uh, so I went to Hanover Park High School, and uh, I was a minority being an Irishman in East Hanover. So I'm familiar with good food. So anytime you're dealing with food, Italian food in particular, New York, New Jersey area, it's, it's not even close. So without a doubt, it's there's some good foods, especially in the North End and, and Boston, but it doesn't compare. We uh, we visited recently, what two summers ago, yeah. and uh, the cannolis. What was the? It was in the North End, right? That's the, the bakery. Little Italy. Yeah, I can't. Mike's bakery. Mike's is it Mike's? I'm not sure. It sounded it, like it's, it's, it's basically a, a cannoli cannoli factory. That's why I was wondering okay. if, it, if it... <laughs> our good friend John Bealen saying Brandon's right by Bud Lake, insanely good. Oh, I'm sorry, he said Brandas. Brandas or Brandas? Very good boots. Yeah. Brandas very pizza. Okay, <laughs> my last <laughs> my last one for you, Coach. Who's your favorite NFL football team? I'm sorry to say right now, because things are not going well for me. I've, I've grown up and I've always been a New York Giants fan, diehard fan. So it's been rough, but I do believe <laughs> they're getting better. And I definitely believe in Coach Judge. I'm hoping they can turn things around. That was my question. Are you all in? Do, are you sold on Coach Judge? Yeah, yeah. it's just too early to not be right now. I think you got to give him a chance. I think, you know, he's only second year head coach, but I like a lot of things he's done. He's unfortunately dealt with a lot of injuries and things like that. And there's only so many things you can control, but I think they're going in the right direction. Okay. All right. Coach, my last one for you. Do you have any pregame superstitions that you have to, that you have to do every, every day time you have a game? Uh, I try, I, I say I'm not superstitious, but there are little things like game day more with my family, kind of how, just the goodbyes in the morning because I leave, you know, 630 in the morning. So my wife and kids always kind of before always kind of saying, you know, good luck, daddy. And you know, it's the only time I let my kids uh, curse and I always say, kick ass, daddy. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely that's kind of a tradition. They always have to say that before the games. So I guess for me personally that um, but I am very much a routine person as far as how we do things the Thursday before the game, Friday pregame with mm -hmm. meetings, film, motivational last minute. So. I do try to stay in a very similar routine week in and week out. Nice. Coach, thank you again for joining us. We really appreciate your time, and best of luck to you this weekend. Great. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Good luck, Coach. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take care. Okay, Brian O'Connor, head football coach of Mount Olive. And, uh, you know, gets a, gets a crack at the big boys to this week, Northern yeah, Highlands. Absolutely. And uh, like you said, and I know that feeling when he said we watched every film. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, they'll be prepared for sure. Absolutely. For sure. So, uh, again, good luck to uh, Coach this weekend. And, again, again, here's a scenario where we talked about – oh, Coach Breslin covers his ears on this one. But here's a scenario where we said he opens up at Morris Knowles. Okay? Now he goes to Northern Highlands. Like he said, they take care of business – Ridge up, sets Ramapo. Yeah. He has a sectional final at home. Absolutely. Without, without a playoff game in the first two rounds. Right, right. Totally possible. Uh, yep. Sean Murphy saying, great job, Coach O'Connor. Go Mount Olive. Very nice. And you know what? Like, I bet you, if you look, that you know, that's something we're going to look into. But if you could look back, like, statistically through if the years, how much that has happened. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. 
Kenny, Kenny nice saying good luck, Coach O'Connor, with, <laughs> with a little shamrock. With a little shamrock. Too funny. Well, we actually have uh, Coach Sinku in the yeah, let's bring room Coach as well. In. So we'll bring him in too. Uh, I admit him right now. Get him situated. Hello. Hey, Coach. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Can you, uh, you know, your camera is off as well. Are you able to get that on? Is that possible? Let me, um, let me see. Uh, Hope it was just up there for a sec. It looked like it was coming up. There we go. Awesome. Hey, coach, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, of course. My pleasure. My pleasure. So let me, uh, again, officially introduce you as well to our audience. We are joined by uh, Ralph Sinkew, head coach of Clifton Football. His team is the number two seed in the North 2 Group 5 bracket of the State Board Tournament. They beat Hackensack in the first round by a score of 23-14. to 14, And this week they will host number three, Phillipsburg. So welcome again, Coach. Well, thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Coach. I want to get one more comment in for Mount Olive because we just got a comment from O'Connor O'Sally saying, let's go Mount Olive. Oh, so I want nice. to make sure I get that for Coach. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Uh, Coach, I got to say this to you because I also said this to Coach uh, Bayera yesterday, uh, last week. But you guys, when you guys stream your games, it is absolutely phenomenal. I am telling you, it's like watching a, it's like watching a college or pro football it's game at so, all. It's, so it's phenomenal. <laughs> It's funny you say that. I heard that just today. A buddy of mine was down in Florida, and, uh, you know, he works in a district, and he was uh, telling his in-laws about it, and he put the game on, and they were like, this is better than some of, like, the local college games that we get down here. It's unbelievable. I'm telling you, it's There's, crazy. It's crazy. Not even the game. It gets the band, like the cheerleaders. It has everything. It has the, um, yeah, no, really. like, it, the commentary. Yeah, the commentary, multiple viewpoints. Yeah, it's really. It's Coach, really I feel like, like I'm back coaching. I mean, we watched you <laughs> both versus Hackensack, the Northern Highlands game. I mean, there's, like, another one. It's like, we watch you guys every week. Yeah. What time's Clifton on? You know? He does. He, they do a great job. That's a big credit to, uh, you know, Mark Becca. Um, you know, he used to coach with me and, you know, he was always good at the real technical stuff. And, you know, they created a position for him because he is so good at what he does. And, you know, it's a great way to get kids involved. It's a great way to get, you know, maybe a kid might not be an athlete per se, yeah. but it's his, but it's his way to give back to the program and it's his way to be a part of something. It's really awesome. So, Coach, oh, I'm sorry. I'll start with you again. Like Jen said, thank you again for coming on. Great season. I'm, I'm oh, you're starting. You're starting. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just I'm pumped He's up into this. off script. I know. <laughs> Coach, your first round matchup was against Hackensack. How hard is it to get your kids, like, to focus and prepare for an opponent that you've already seen and beaten earlier in the season? Was it a little bit of a challenge or no? Well, I um, I think the challenge was we have uh, we have off. Uh, that week in November with teachers uh, with uh, mm -hmm. teachers convention mm -hmm. and election day. So for the past couple of years, Clifton has just given us the week off. So the challenge is trying to simulate a regular day. Like, you know, you just know that kids are going to stay up late because they could sleep late. And, you know, maybe they don't get their two meals in. Maybe they wake it up, throwing something, you know, you know, down their face just to get the practice on time. So that's where it's a little bit tough trying to keep kids on schedule as, as much as possible. Um, now, Coach Rassler's a really good coach. That's a really good program over there. We got really good football players. Um, it's an extremely tough game. They played everybody tough down the stretch. Um, you know, I had a really big win at Old Japan. 
you know, they played Ridgewood tough, um, you know, the week before. That's a battle-tested team with some really good talent. Uh, you know, you don't, you know, you got a, uh, you know, got an all, you know, West Point recruit on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you got some really, really good, big football players. I couldn't believe the size of some of those guys. Um, it feels like they grew since the week, you know, week two to now. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's, uh, you know, he does a really good job. You know, just a credit to my kids to being resilient and being tough. And uh, always to my coaching staff who does such a great job week in and week out. Uh, Coach, our our good friend, Coach Siciliano, is saying, say hi to Coach. He's doing a great job at Clifton. I coached him as a pup. LOL. This is true. This is true. Uh, I appreciate that. Thanks, Coach Sis. And, uh, you know, later on, I got to watch Dante play at uh, MetLife when they played uh, St. Joe's, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, Coach, you know, like you said, you guys, Section 2, Group 5, four, you know, one of the last four remaining. Um, mini upset with East Side over, you know, the five seed over the four seed, but so sure. Union East and you guys had that was that was your goal line stand, right? The East Side game, was yeah, that the goal yeah, line yeah, stand, yeah, 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 that's phenomenal, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Union East Side, Phillipsburg, and you guys. So as a whole, yes, if you could just talk about that bracket real quick. I mean, listen, probably any one forties teams can w- easily win this bracket, but uh, uh, absolutely, no doubt. Um, anything else about like the four teams remaining in the well, the three teams? Um, that you guys I in know, the I know Eastside. You know, we, you know, Eastside's in our league. We play each other all the time. You know, Coach Magazine is. Very, I consider Coach Magazine to be a friend of mine. You know, and uh, not just a coaching friend, but I consider him to be a friend. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of cut from the same cloth. You know, we're we're you know we're around the same age. We went to you know high school at the same time. We're both coaching at our alma maters. Um, you know, we both have a lot of the same core values and. Uh, you know, and the only time I don't root for him is when it's Clifton Eastside. You know, and I, you know, I like Coach Mags, and you know, we we talked often. Um, you know, I know Coach Grasso down at Union, and I know the job that he does, uh, and I know the amount of the, you know the talent that comes you know through that door every single day. And I believe uh, you know Davison uh, Igbenosin is the number one recruit in New Jersey. Um, you know, fantastic talent. He was a sophomore in 2019 when we played him. You know, he's really good. Uh, I mean, Phillipsburg, what could you say? I mean, what, you know, the, the winningest program in the state of New Jersey, you know, they have the most wins in the state of New Jersey. You know, it doesn't happen by accident. Uh, you know, you have legacies there, you know, the same names, you know, year in, year out, year in, there's no turnover. You know, people that stay out there, they believe in it, they live it, they breathe it, they travel well. Um, you know, it's a really, really good program. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's really a toss-up. It's really a toss-up, our section. It could be any one of us. And then, Coach, like you said, you mentioned about the Phillipsburg and just this game. I mean, what, have you guys played them recently or no in a playoff I don't, game? Or th- I don't think Clifton has played Phillipsburg in football ever. Um, I know they were group four for a while, so, you know, they're coming up to five. But, I mean, they could play three, four, five, six, you know, parochial. It doesn't matter. They're right. that good. Um, you know, Coach Duffy does an amazing job. Um, the kids are well coached, and there's a lot of them. And, you know, watching film, they have different guys every series, you know, at skill positions, um, big, physical, nasty linemen. You know, you know, Phillipsburg is also known for their wrestling. So it's, you know, it's, it's what they do. That's who they are. You know, and they don't, they don't try to be anything but that. Coach, could you highlight some of your players this season that have had uh, big roles for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, where do I start? I'll start with, uh, you know, Brian Feliciano, um, you know, who was a safety running back. 
Um, you know, in uh, you know, he just every big play uh, on either side of the ball. You know, he's been in on uh, had a, an amazing off season. You know, really worked his tail off. Um, you know, he's a two year starter for us at safety. Um, this year, he just you know too dynamic not to you know get touches offensively. And then unfortunately, Jacob Maldonado broke his hand, so it was a little tough for him. Tough sledding the last week and a half. So Brian really picked up the slack. Um, I mean, Ahmad Ramadan. Uh, you know, defensive lineman, offensive tackle. Uh, I think he has five blocked punts. I mean, that's unheard of, five blocked punts and a touchdown off of it, not to mention, uh, you know, the extra point and field goals that he's blocked. Uh, Donovan Swayze, who got hurt, uh, you know, was nursing him, you know, got hurt against Eastside a couple weeks ago, but, you know, he's fine, ready to go. But until then, he had five interceptions for four touchdowns. Four touchdowns or five interceptions, I don't think anybody else in the state has that. Um, you know, he had a pick in, uh, at Syracuse, again, when we played Cicero, he went 102 yards at the, um, you know, the dome record, uh, orange dome record up there, carrier dome record. Um, you know, down to, uh, you know, Joe Abel, our junior defensive end, uh, tight end, who's just, just, you know, five, seven sacks, I believe, uh, just really, really playing good on both sides of the ball. Uh, our two inside linebackers, Owen Reardon and, and Luke Sinari. I, you know, Luke Sinari, I think, is averaging four or five tackle for losses a game. Uh, you know, Owen is just, you know, the leader on our defense, just the smartest player I've ever coached, um, you know, just like another coach on the field. Uh, you have Nick Burgess, who plays the opposite side of, of Joe Abel and is the other tight end. Uh, you know, he's just having a phenomenal year. Um, like I, I mentioned before, Jacob Maldonado had, you know, his 12 rushing touchdowns and, you know, uh, what are we in seven, in nine games? Because the two games that he didn't really play on offense, or eight, you know, eight, eight games. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, and then there's guys like Omar Muhaizen, who you know at safety is is you know our, I think our defense is, is is really good, and you know he's got a couple picks and you know a couple touchdowns. I mean, I, you know, our our team in general is is I feel is having a really good year. Uh, you know, our quarterback, Kyle Vellis, Tyler Williams, our, you know, six foot four, 290 pound tackle, you know, down to a first year center in Matt Acevedo and Dylan Urban. And, you know, we have a sophomore that's starting on a line for us, Tremaine Lawson, 6'5, 230 pounds, never played tight, you know, he was a tight end his whole life. Now he's playing guard on a, you know, North 2 Group 5 state semifinalist, you know. So, you know, there's a lot of surprises and there was a lot of kids that we expected to play hard. And I know I mentioned a lot of guys, but that's how I really feel. That's great. Coach, honestly, as an offensive guy, um, we always know and we always say, hey, defense wins championships. But I got to say, yeah. watching you guys offensively, like, you know, I think, you know, even now, like, there's probably still a bunch of teams when you look at the teams left that are more one-dimensional than others, you know, whether, you know, heavy, sure. heavy run game. But you guys, like, it seems sure. like, you know, you guys, like you said, you got Vellis, you got Feliciano. You know, the kid Swayze's like a high school Tyreek Hill kid. I mean, if you <laughs> run in reverses with this kid and like you're saying, yeah. even on the defense. So it's like, you know, you, what I think is nice is, you know, a lot of times I, I feel like some teams, oh my, you know, it falls like it's 14 nothing. Okay, game plan's out the window. But it's like, sure. well, you guys can go. Hey, if we have to throw it, we throw it. You want to run it, you run it. Like, as a head coach, how is it, like, how nice is it to say, hey, we have that balance on the offensive side? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely a luxury. Um, you know, and people ask, well, what, what style are you? I said, you know, we're Clifton style. We'll figure it out. We make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're going to give us, if, if you're going to play soft and, 
you know, you're, you're going to, you know, play off, you know, we're, we'll throw the hitches at you, you know, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make you honor it. And then, you know, you, you want to give us a, a small box, we'll run the ball down your throat if you want to try to get underneath, you know, our routes. Um, you know, one, excuse me, I, I did forget to uh, mention Michael Kristoff in my rant, who is, uh, you know, arguably one of the better receivers that we've had at Clemson in a really long time. Runs great routes, strong hands, uh, you know, three-year starter for us. Um, you know, he, you know, every big catch this season that's been made, he's been on the other end of it, especially against, you know, Passaic County Tech. He had some really big fourth down catches, keep the sticks moving, um, you know, just real gritty, tough player. But um, to answer your question, it is definitely a luxury knowing that if they're, you know, the other team's tough up front, you know, Kyle has the ability to throw the ball, even get out of the pocket, run a little bit on his own. Your last question. And my last good. question, Coach, I mean, again, we haven't been there for a playoff game, but <laughs> what is it like? How would you, I guess, describe a playoff? I mean, every week in a Clifton, in your Clifton Stadium is probably a nice crowd for a football game but for a playoff football game how how do you how would you describe the crowd or what it's what that atmosphere is going to be at clifton stadium uh, i'll tell you what and i'll be completely honest with you last week i was a little disappointed i'm sorry clifton faithful i i, I gotta be honest with you you know alumni where you at you know what i mean like a little disappointing last week i get it no no school on vacation maybe a little bit of cold but I don't know the last time there was an eight and two Clifton team with a number two seed and a semifinal at home. Actually, I do. It was the 1983-84 season. So it's been a long time. I expect that place to be jam-packed on Friday. I don't care what the weather is. Get your umbrellas, get your ponchos, come out and support. I, you know, this is, uh, we got something special going on here and uh, you really need to be a part of it. Nice, nice. Okay. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time to join us tonight. We wish you the best of, of luck the rest of thank the way. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you so much. much. Thank you, Coach. Thank Good luck. Again. So my question to you is, are you going to be watching on the cast or are you going to come to the game on Friday? I, you know what? It's funny you say that because I knew that that was his last question. I'm like, we got to go experience I know. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe we'll give you, you know, uh, you know, get you full access on the field, watch the game. Oh, from the end zone. Coach. That's what you want. You don't want to be up in the stands. You want to be able to look at it, but it gets crazy up there. All right. Awesome. There you go, Coach. Right, you got a we deal. Take you up on Thank that you. offer. Thank you. All right. I'll see you guys on Friday. <laughs> you got it, Coach. Good, good luck. That's it. <laughs> Night. All right. Coach Sinku and the uh, Clifton Mustangs. Yep, number two seed with a big one this week. Yep. yep. And um, hey. They might be hosting that sectional again. Yeah, no, hosting absolutely. that sectional. Fun. You don't know. You know, like these teams, like he's saying, any one of these four can win mm -hmm. it. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, we actually... Coach Siciliano, uh, Kenny's saying, Kenny's throwing us under the bus. They live two minutes away. <laughs> actually, it's a little further than that. A little the, bit. The high school. Yeah, the high school is. Coach Breslin but... saying, great job. And Mr. Siciliano, best of luck. All right, well, we actually have our guest, <coughs> excuse me, our guest picker in the, the waiting room ready to join us. Shall I let, shall I let Coach Sheridan in? Of course. In, our returning guest. Let's get Coach Sheridan in to join us. Just going to get our... Uh, Look at this, Coach Breslin saying Sharkies and the game, guys. There's the <laughs> Friday call. night. Good call, very good There's, call, You Coach know, Breslin. I should have asked him about the place lefties. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. That's what we Let's should have done. Uh, coaches uh, you know what uh, the uh, coach I think you uh, are with us but I, I just think you need to 
open up your, uh, unlock your camera. I don't know if you can hear us. I can hear you. Okay. Where's my camera? <laughs> there should be a little like camera icon on the oh, bottom. Oh, I got it. Yep. That work? Uh, let's see. It could be coming in any. Oh, nope. It didn't. Didn't. See if you can ask it. Yeah. See if he's got I the message. Did. By the way, Kenny Kirkpatrick saying, welcome back, Coach Sheridan. I can't wait to hear his Maryland pick. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> not working, dear. All right. That's all right. We can do, uh, we can do audio. Is that Yeah, right? we can yeah, do audio. We'll do that's audio. fine. Is that all right with you, Coach? Whatever you guys want to do is fine. Coach Sheridan, by the way, I got to say this. Oh, there oh, he comes. Oh, there's Coach right, Sheridan. Awesome. Nice. There he is. <laughs> Coach Sheridan, I got to say this. I was all over Coach Johnson because I said you make Coach Sheridan look like um, like Bill Gates with the uh, <laughs> the technology with the technology. He was he he was all over the board the first time. <laughs> then he got a little better. By the way, Coach Siciliano, my man, Coach Sheridan, the best with the comment. I'll tell you, he had some great uh, photos come through to Sis. Did uh, you see one of them in the Seton Hall uniform? Oh yeah, like a like a oh, like a beast. Great? The crazy thing, he could probably play right now. He can go in there if he had to. No doubt. I got But you know what, Coach? I got to ask you real quick. We got a couple minutes. I got two minutes to go off script. And I'm going to okay. go off script. Jen doesn't even know where I'm going yeah, on this. I so this frightens me. Here's what we're going to do. I want to talk real quick with you. Because you and I, when we coached together, I always said to you, we always talked about the SEC. And you would always give me something. I'd be all over. I'd say the SEC. So two quick things. Georgia right now is obviously the best team in the country, right, Coach? They're hands down the best yeah. team. And oh, all yeah. I keep hearing, Sis is a big Bama fan, and all I keep hearing is there's no way they could lose again. But they're ranked number two, right? So the committee has them as the second best team in the country, and I think a lot of people would say they are. So just say they win the next three games, and now they play Georgia in the SEC championship game, and they lose either... 13-10 or 30-27. How are they not still in this tournament? Who Who's not still in the tournament? Alabama. Huh? Alabama, because they got just, that I, second you know loss. Kurt, you know, I just I don't get that feeling that you got all these last 10 years on them. You know, they just don't make the big play. Everybody's hanging around with them. They don't have that guy making the wow. It's only a matter of time, and they're going to make a big play. Who's that guy? Right. Now you're I mean, right. When, you're when right. LSU, when LSU, who's struggling this year, their coach is leaving. He's dead man walking, <laughs> and they almost beat him. It's like you got to be sleeping at the wheel somewhere. So the second part, Cincinnati, in or not in? If in. they in. In. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, I got to get feelings going to be all over. I should have never brought this up. And here's my last one, coach. We talk about, because I took this personal from my really good friend, Kenny, and I want you to clarify and clean this up. Last two weeks ago, actually, when Coach Johnson was on, we mentioned me and Jen, or Jen went off script. And she said, and Kenny said, well, when Kurt was a coach, he would be off script all the time. I don't think that was the case at all. I don't think so. Okay, so I own it. No, no. Mr. Kirkpatrick owes me an apology for that. Because <laughs> you're the guy that could answer that. He's taking I, my word. 
Hey, I, I always felt like Kurt, you, it was, it was a great communication between us because you had everything in there that we wanted to have in like we called the utility belt. Okay. And then it was just a matter of, okay, what time to break it out. Right. Right. That's and it. And we, we had to be in agreement. Okay. This is the time. Hey, it's second and medium. Take the shot now. That's it. And come back on third and fourth down and get the first. Now Kenny, now Kenny's, you know, now, okay, okay, okay. He, he knows he's wrong because I called it out with the man. So now Kenny better owe me that apology at 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, All right, so let's get with the picks. All right, do you have our standings? Oh, yeah, I do have, I do have standings. Coach well, give Coach, give Coach Sheridan the bad news. Which, okay, well, so our, our guest picker, Coach Sheridan, uh, of the Q, uh, Q, uh, excuse me, the cumulative weeks here is in last place. So at 124 and 76, they're bringing out the bottom. And then Kenny is in fourth place at 128 and 72. Mr. Beelins continue to make a jump. He's at 132 and 68 and third. I'm holding down second with John Beelin breathing down my neck. I'm at 134 and 66. And Kurt is creating a little bit of separation. He's at uh -oh. the top. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh -oh. it's in the <laughs> Coach Sheridan, it's like a baseball. Like, what do they say? Like, the magic number. I'm getting the magic number soon. Hey, I was very impressed when I was on with your guys' picks that week. You guys were knocking it out. At uh, 141 uh, and 59. So, um... For this week, first round of playoffs, I'll call it week ten, right of the of the season. You did yep. come in first at seventeen and four, Kurt. Um, our guest picker Antonio last week came in second at sixteen and five. Wow. Beelin was thirteen and eight. I was twelve and nine, as was Kenny. So um, that's where we stand with that. So, uh, Coach, thank you for joining us. You're you're like one of our uh, best best uh, most most. <laughs> Times on the show, we love it. Yes, so thanks sir. for coming hey. back and sharing your expertise. I, I, I really have to tell you, it's a great show. Oh, thank you, thank you, coach. All right, so we're going to start off with um, North One Group One action. We have number five Becton at number one Park Ridge as our guest picker. You're going to start each one off, coach. Okay, um, I'm all in. <laughs> I in the preseason, I like Becton. I, I liked them. I know they lost a couple of tough ones. But those are some pretty good teams. Um, I'm going to go with Becton. All right. Uh, Mr. Kirkpatrick, let me get his sheet. I need his comments. Uh, Kenny is picking Becton by a score of 30 to 27. He says that Becton pulls off the upset with uh, playoffs. No way he's picking against Becton. All right. It pains me. I'm going to go Park Ridge on this one. You know, I'm a, a big Becton fan. Love the coaches. Coach Marr was on last week. I just think Park Ridge is going to be a little too much for them to handle. Um, so I'm picking Park Ridge. Mr. Beelan's picking Park Ridge. Coach, that's why you and I are a good team, Coach. And you know what? I hope all the Becton coaches are watching her do it again because I'm not doing it. You know why, Coach? I'm going to say this because we watched the Becton Heights game and it was a phenomenal game. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, though, Park Ridge has an unbelievable running back. I don't know if his name is Montgomery. I'm not 100% sure. I forgot the name, but the kid's a beast. Number, I believe it's number 32. They put him in like a wildcat direct snap to him yep. in the Rutherford game. But I just think I agree with you, Coach. I think Becton's defense can, you know, they got a younger quarterback, Park Ridge. And I think if they shut that running game down, Coach, I'm yep. with you. I'm going Becton. I'm, I am taking Becton in the upset, and I want to see Becton heights again. 
Doesn't mean I'm not rooting for Bendon. <laughs> All right, our next game in that same section is number six, Kittatinny, at number two, Hasbrook Heights. Aviators. Is that Hasbrook Heights? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Bergen County girl. All right. Uh, Kenny is picking uh, Hasbrook Heights by a score of 34 to 20. He says Heights will pull away in the second half. I'm picking Hasbrook Heights. Mr. Beelin is picking Hasbrook Heights. So everyone's going Heights right, right now. Sweeping the board. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you. I, I'm gonna go. I just, I just think Coach, they got. We saw them for respect, and they got so many athletes. And that game could have went. That was a toss-up game, but I, I'm gonna take Heights. Dr. John Taylor, I really messed up on that West Side pick. Was convinced they'd win the section. Kittatinny really opened my eyes. Really. All right, moving on to North 2, Group 1. We have number 4, Weequake, at number 1, Mountain Lakes. Uh, I'm going to go with Mountain Lakes. Uh, I'm going with no, number 1 seed. Right. I think Weequake's had a great year. I think they got great talent, but uh, they got to go away and, and beat a tough team up in Mountain Lakes. Kenny is picking Mountain Lakes as well. He's got a score of 27-21, and his prediction is that Lakes will escape a huge scare. I'm picking Mountain Lakes. Mr. Beelan's picking Mountain Lakes, and... You know what, Coach? I'm a man of my word. And last week, I said whoever would whoever would win Woodridge Weequake, do you remember that? Yeah. I said would beat the number one seed. So I am. they, they already beat them in the regular season, so I'm going to take the little mini upset on the road, the athletes at Weequake, I'm taking them, Coach, with to beat Whoa. Mountain Lakes. There's my upset, first upset of the week. All right. John Beelan, if you're watching, there's two games where you and I can gain on him already. Okay. <laughs> All right, in that same bracket, number three, Booten at number two, Cedar Grove. I'm going with the Booten boys. I'm going with a little upset there. All right. The, uh... Same thing. I got a, I got a feeling in the, in the early in the season, preseason, that Booten had a team. They had a team to beat, so I'm going with them. All right, so Booten uh, for our guest picker, Coach Sheridan. Mr. Kirkpatrick's picking Booten in a close one, 19-17. He says Booten advances with stingy defense. This was a tough one for me. I It was like splitting hairs on this. It was really tough, but I went with Cedar Grove on this one. Uh, Mr. Beelan picked Booten, and how about you? Uh, by the way, this is good. Well, Kenny's saying he's impressed that I took the upset, but doc, <laughs> th this makes me feel good about the Weequake. Dr. John Taylor from Irvington, Coach Sheridan, said, Weequake can, we can win that game. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Cedar Grove. They... I mean, I think they won big last week, uh, nine and one on the year. But I think, like what Coach said, this guy, I think this is like a toss-up game. But I'm gonna give the little advantage to the home team, so I will take Cedar Grove. I'm sorry, you went with who, Jen? I went with Cedar Grove as well. Okay. Um, moving on to North One Group Two, we have number eight Hanover Park at number four Waldwick. Oh, that was one I had a question on. Uh, Walwick. Walwick. I saw them play against Rutherford. All right. Nice. 
Um, Kenny is picking Hanover Park by a score of 27-20. And Kenny, you and I had the same line because I'm picking Hanover Park as well. Could this be the Cinderella team of the football state tournament? So um, I agree. So Kenny has Hanover Park, calling them his Cinderella. Uh, I'm picking Hanover Park. I wrote the same thing on my note, Cinderella with the question mark. Mr. Beelan has Waldwick. And you? I Coach went, coach went with who? Coach went with. Uh, Coach Sheridan? Okay, Waldwick. Uh, By the way, Dr. John saying Cedar Grove is a much better offense. Coach, I'm not saying... Gogarty. Gogarty will have his team ready with you, Kurt, and Jen on that one. (laughs) I'm good. You know what, Coach? Hanover Park... I was like in love with the Ramsey football team, and they got upset by Hanover Park last year. Eight seed beat a one seed. So... I'm with you guys. I just I think if Hanover Park can win in Ramsey, I think they can win first the wing tee um, against Waldwick. So I am going to take Hanover Park in another upset. And we know they will not be hosting the sectional final. No, that's, that's the <laughs> only team whose dashes will get hoped in that. All right. Um, hopes will get dashed, I should say. Number three, Westwood coach at number two, Caldwell. Oh, that's that, that's a nice matchup. That's a nice matchup. Um, I got to go with. Uh, I go with Westwood. I'm going to go with Westwood with a little upset there. All right. Uh, Kenny has Caldwell. He's saying the Caldwell D will be too much for Westwood. I'm picking Caldwell. Mr. Beelan is picking Caldwell. And that leaves you. Coach Sheridan, you like defense? Yes. <laughs> this defense is legit. This Caldwell defense. Oh, they're yeah. like, they're like, there's two defenses. Them and I'll give you the other one later. That's just downright, <laughs> coming, coming, downright <laughs> nasty. So I'm going to go Caldwell. And uh, I hope we don't put the jinx on Caldwell. I know. Because we all picked him. <laughs> right. I'm hanging out there with Westwood. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you this. I guarantee you it will be a low score. Because Westwood always has a good defense. So it'll be a low scoring game. All right. Yeah. We'll- Moving on to North 2, Group 2, we have uh, Ridgefield Park, the four seed at the one seed, Rutherford. Bulldogs are on a roll, man. They, they are on a roll. I, I, I watched them in a, a couple of close ones, and they, they've got the, the way to pull it out. They, they're, I've seen them do it through the pass game. I've seen them do it through the run game. They can do both. I'll take the Bulldogs. Coach, was that when we had you on as a guest picker the first time? Was that was the quarterback you had mentioned, right? At Rutherford had a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Van Weber, Van and, man. Uh, I feel like a lot of our uh, every time we pick them, our whole panel, everybody references yeah. that you made that comment about the about the uh, quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he, he can drop the ball in there. He's he's a very good player. All right, well, I have uh, Rutherford as well. Oh, I'm sorry, Kenny is picking Rutherford by a score of 35-20. to 20. He says Rutherford is one step closer to a state championship. Um, I have Rutherford. Mr. Beelan has Rutherford. Coach, I agree with you because I watched that Park Ridge game for the NJIC championship, and it was like a monsoon raining, and that kid was still throwing the ball down the field. That was the difference. Park Ridge couldn't throw it. And Rutherford did a little of both, but it was very impressive. So I'm with you. I am going to take Rutherford. Interesting. I'm just going to check. 
I'm wondering Friday's weather. I know we have rain in the forecast coming up. I'm just curious. Oh, it's supposed to rain. It's going to be go. interesting. Kenny to is see, saying, uh, yeah. I have not gone against Rutherford since Coach Sheridan referenced the quarterback. Exactly, exactly. A lot of people. <laughs> All right. That is it for North 2, Group 2 on our board today. Uh, back next one is North 1, Group 3. We're going to start with number four, Old Tapan, at number one, West Morris. Um, like them both. Like both programs, um, got exposed to West Morris a little bit to a friend. Um, number one seed, tough to go against them. Got to got to go West Morris. All right. Ooh, I like the Bergen County Old Japan. <laughs> Kenny's going with West Morris as well, 27-15. Uh, he says that West Morris will pull away in the second half. I'm picking West Morris. Um, John Beeland's picking West Morris. You know what, Coach? I, I'm really sh Kenny's going to be impressed again because Ooh. I'm sure I said last week Old Tapan will upset whoever wins out of the one seed out of the one eight. So I think Old Tapan, Coach Dunn over there, they're I think they're more they're five and five, but they lost to a lot of tough teams. Sure. And I want to say they won something like four out of five. So they're hot. I'm taking Old Tapan in my other upset this week over West oh. West <laughs> Morris. All right, an outlier there. So this competition is either going to be getting close or over. Exactly, or over. exactly. You can either be really pulling away or making a uh, competition again. All right, Coach, uh, also in North 1 Group 3, we have the 6-seed West Milford at the 2-seed West Essex. Yeah, um, I, I, I just think um, I got to go with the 2-seed West Essex. All right, Kenny is taking West Essex by a score of 34-17, to 17, and his comment for this game is, Kurt, I dare you to take West Milford. Go Hoops. Thanks, Kenny, my alma mater there. I'm picking West Essex as well. Mr. Beelan has West Essex. Coach, I got to tell you something real funny. I'm taking West Essex, and all she ever says is, is I get on her case because I don't I don't take West Essex in games, right? Say that. So last Kenny week, Coach, that. last week, Coach, we made – Predictions on our sectional finals, right? West Essex graduate and somebody who never picks West Essex. I pick him to win the section. She picks against them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you believe that? But I'm with West Essex, and they're gonna and they're gonna Wait, get it them, done. I had them winning the section. I didn't have them winning. Oh the, yeah, you had yeah, them lose yeah, that. Yeah, just uh, mindful there. I did have them winning the section. It was the next oh, round. She's got to go back to her alma mater, Kurt. You uh, can't carry her like that. <laughs> she did it. She picked. I'll get I, it for you. I also, I'll be honest. I, I picked. Well, I picked Montville to win last week, and they lost. But I, I did go against them. That's where I used to coach too. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to be fair in the game. Hey, that's, that's it. You gotta be. <laughs> you gotta be on the show. That's <laughs> exactly. All right, North Two Group Three. We got number four Pascac Valley at number one Cranford. Pascac Valley. Do it, Coach. Let me hold on, hold on. Before Coach, before Coach picks, I gotta help Coach out with one thing. These are the losses Pascag Valley had: Riverdale, okay. Ramapo, and Ramsey. Those are their three losses. Yeah, let me. I'm, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Valley. I'm gonna take Pascag Valley. All right. 
We have Kenny is going to take... By the way, Kenny just said, Hoops, you kind of sold out, LOL. Oh, I don't think so. Let's All get right, on her tonight. Fine. Let's get that's on her. fine. I, again, I pick fairly. L- listen, even when I coached, okay, whatever. Okay, so 34. Uh, he's got Cranford by a score of 31, 34 to 21. Cranford, uh, too much for... Um, for PV, he says. Um, I have Cranford as well. Uh, Mr. Beelan has Cranford. And I'm going to guess that you have Pascac Valley. Absolutely. Only because you sold Coach Sheridan so hard yep, on it. I watched them. <laughs> I watched them versus Ramsey. Their quarterback got hurt late. The physical team. And they lost to, I mean, Riverdale. All these three teams are, you know, Ramsey was a one seed. Ramaposa two. Riverdale's a two. So I'm with Coach. Absolutely. PV's going to upset them. All right. Okay. Uh, other game, other uh, semifinal in that section is number three Sparta at number two Riverdale. Riverdale. This is like a sectional final game. Uh, yeah. There's so many of these teams. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the locals. I'm going with uh, Riverdale. All right, Kenny is picking uh, Sparta by a score of 24 to 21. He says uh, Sparta in a little um, mini upset um, on the road. I'm picking Sparta as well. Mr. Beelan has Sparta, so three little mini upsets there. How about you there, Mr. Valenti? Coach Sheridan, these guys are all off the hook this week. They're, they're going to be like right off the cliff. I'm with Coach Riverdale. Coach DJ over there. Big yes, time sir. in the playoffs. I'm going Riverdale with Coach. All right. Yes. Moving on to North one, North 1 Group 4. We have number 5 Mount Olive at number 1 Northern Highlands. I got the Highlands. All right. Our good friend Kenny Kirkpatrick is picking Northern Highlands as well by a score of 27 to 21. Um, I'm having trouble reading your handwriting here. Highlands... Almost knocked off, but advances. Um, I'm picking Northern Highlands as well. Mr. Beelan is picking Northern Highlands, and how about you? Yeah, we just had Coach O'Connor on, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I think they're gonna give them a battle. You know, like mm-hmm. Coach is saying, like Northern Highlands always, you know, get but, they get to, uh, you know they capitalize on everybody's turnovers. So, you know, I think it will be close, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go Highlands at home. I think I have to give them the edge. Yeah. Um, all right, other side of that semifinal is number six, Ridge, and number two, Ramapo. Yeah. I don't think you can come into Ramapo and beat him. I'm going Ramapo. All right, Kenny has Ramapo as well, 35-22. He says Ramapo will make the halftime adjustments and pull away in the second half. I have Ramapo. Mr. Beelan has Ramapo. I don't think we have to ask. Nope, I'm going Ramapo, <laughs> Coach Gibbs, Coach Breslin, the whole staff. Like Coach said, at Ramapo, it's just going to be tough. And mm-hmm. I want to see the, uh, you know, I want to see them either versus Mount Olive or uh, Highlands. Yep. All right, North 2, Group 4. The one game we are going to pick is number 5, Colonia, at number 1, Irvington. Got to go with number 1 seed, Irvington. I mean, the athletes they got down there. I don't think they can be beat. All right. Kenny has Irvington by a score of 28 to 13. He says Irvington is one step closer to their first state title in 102 years with Dr. John Taylor. Yeah, Coach Sherry never won a sectional title. 102 years, Dr. John told us last week. So they got a shot. 
I'm picking Irvington as well to advance again. Um, you know, we just always talk about the strength of their schedule. Uh, Mr. Beelan has Irvington and Kurt. Yep, I'm going with Dr. John and Irvington. Another great defense, and uh, I think they're going to get they're going to get to that sectional final. And then uh, next week we'll see uh, two weeks if they can do it. All right, moving on to North. By the way, quick question from Dennis Hulse. Don't keep Coach Sheridan on too late tonight. We have business early in the morning, as always. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you guys, he's done a great job. He has done a great job taking over as the athletic director at St. Mary's. It's it's really it's a, it's a positive vibe down there, and you got you got to make some changes. That's all there is to it. You got to shake it up a little bit, and that's what we've done with him and Coach Johnson coming in. Awesome. Great job. Very nice. Well, I you know, Coach, just from being at a couple of your games recently, you feel that positive yep. positivity. So yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, moving on to North One Group Five. We got number three PCTI at number two Ridgewood. Coach Johnson's back up there, huh? Yes, he is. By the way, Coach, you got to go back. I want to say two weeks ago, we had Louis Saunders as our guest picker, <laughs> and he was just making some references. He's never going to pick Becton. He can't do this. He can't do that. But he started. He started this whole thing with Windows ninety five. You got to watch it, and uh, it's wing just it's, it's hilarious with the wing tee. It's he wants to do a podcast with me, and he's he's he's. he's bonkers he's off he's, he's nuts <laughs> it was great yeah he was great he is good hey I, i'm gonna go with ridgewood because coach johnson's got the experience factor there um a great game great matchup in ridgewood i'll go with coach johnson all right kenny is saying that ridgewood will escape an upset by a score of 34 to 27 i'm picking ridgewood as well uh, Mr. Beelan is picking PCTI on this one. Wow. Yeah, I'm going. I'm with you guys, you, Coach, and uh, Kenny. I'm going to take uh, Ridgewood. I believe they beat them already this year. And I'm not mistaken, Coach. I don't know if this is his last year, if he announced Coach Johnson's, if it's his last year. I'm not 100% sure. That's what I think. But if it is, I, I just like think that's extra that. motivation yeah, exactly. for that. Sure. And sure, um, I think I'm going to go with Ridgewood, too. All right, we've got North 2, Group 5, number 3. Dr. John, you can't pick against Windows 95. <laughs> uh, that That's the killer here. You know, like, we'll bash it, we'll bash it, we'll bash it. But how many how many teams have you picked that haven't? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it's the way the bracket falls, too. Come on. All right, Coach, I'm sorry. I'll repeat that. Number uh, North 2, Group 5, number 3, Phillipsburg, at number 2, Clifton. Listen, my wife works in Clifton. <laughs> That's the end of that story. <laughs> That's the end of that story right there. Is right. <laughs> Although I'd love to have some of those boys come on over to St. Mary's. <laughs> Wait, we had Coach Sink you on. You heard uh, the description. Oh, of breaking of news, kids. breaking news, Dr. John Taylor. It is not. I talked to Coach Johnson uh, at the Ridgewood Irvington game. He wants to give it a go for a while all longer. All right, all right. Putting so. that myth to rest. Oh, Thank you for the up to date info. All right, so uh, Coach Sheridan's picking Clifton. Kenny yes. is picking um, Phillipsburg by a score of 33 to 28, he says. He wouldn't make that pick when Coach Sinky was on the air. <laughs> I'll tell you that, he wouldn't do that. He said Phillipsburg gets the upset on the road. I'm picking Clifton. John Beelan is picking Phillipsburg as well. So we're a little split on this. And how wow. about you? 
Yeah. The great tradition there, Phillipsburg. Well, you know what? Uh, that's great football. I, yeah. Well, I mean, so Sinku was talking about that earlier. I mean, I. Did I he did say not, they got the most wins? The winningest program in New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken, he said. Yeah. That's that's football area, boy. Yeah. I noticed on their schedule when we were, I was kind of prepping for the show tonight. I just, I remember them because we played them in field hockey in the state finals my senior year of high school, and I didn't know where they were and how close they are to Pennsylvania. And I noticed on their schedule now they already have like a November twenty fifth game against the Pennsylvania team, so they must have some rivalries in, in that area as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then like coach said too, wrestling. I think that's yeah, probably really one of the best there, right? yeah. in the nation, right? I mean, not even yes. their program. Yes. But I'm going to take Clifton, you know, uh, like Coach is saying. How can we live in Clifton? How can yeah. we not take Clifton? <laughs> exactly. now, right across the street, they'll come into the, the <laughs> complex here. Um, coach this is saying they're low, but I'm going Clifton too. All right. All right, now we're going to move into our non-publics. These are some tough ones. These are really tough. We got non-public A. We have number eight, Donovan Catholic, at number one, Bergen Catholic, Coach. Lay up. BC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kenny has Bergen Catholic as well, 35 to 14. Um, he says Donovan should. Uh, I can't read that. I'm not sure. Oh, Donovan, something. BC is just too much for them, he says. Uh, I am picking uh, Bergen Catholic as well. Listen, I've, I've picked them to stay undefeated, so I'm going to ride with them the whole way. Um, yeah. Mr. Beelan has Bergen Catholic, and... I said this last week. Do you remember what I said? Uh, about this particularly? No. Right. Donovan Catholic. <laughs> the oh. only shot Donovan Catholic has <laughs> is if they play... Uh, Bergen Catholic's not even co-ed, right? So maybe if they have a softball game, because Donovan Catholic's like number one in the state or two in the state. But I'm like with Coach Layup. I'm going Bergen. <laughs> By the way, Dr. John St. Phillipsburg played Easton High School every year on Thanksgiving. Been was, doing Easton, it yeah. for 100 years. Oh, they didn't play gosh. last year due okay. to COVID. Oh, that is who it was, Easton PA. Yeah, Dr. I've John, read that. Yeah. Always a wealth of knowledge. All right, our next one in non-public A, number five, Seton Hall Prep at number four, St. Peter's Prep. This is a rematch of a two-overtime game earlier rematch. this season. Yeah. And uh, at first, I was like, Seton Hall got him. Peters is going to be ready for him. But I did a little research, did a little call here and there, Kurt. <laughs> I make sure I know what I'm talking about. And uh, apparently, Seton Hall is loaded. Uh, apparently, Seton Hall is really, really good this year. So I'm going to go with the Hall. All right. Mr. Kirkpatrick is going with Seton Hall Prep as well. He's got a high-scoring game, 41-35. to 35. Uh, Seton Hall Prep wins the game um, of uh, – I can't read your handwriting. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kenny. <laughs> and my eyes are getting really bad, so. Seton Hall Prep wins game of the playoffs in three – Oh, a in triple a three overtime, overtime thriller. thriller. All right, Coach, I, I'm with you. I, I kind of hemmed and hawed, but I, you know what? Just – Again, hearing about Seton Hall Prep and kind of going, I went with Seton Hall Prep as well. I think that they're gonna, they're gonna, they lost the earlier matchup in the two overtimes by one. I think they get them this time around. Yep. Beelan? Oh, Beelan. I'm sorry, Mr. Beelan's picking St. Peter's. Yeah, Coach, I'm with you. I think I, I'm. I thought Seton Hall. I think Seton Hall Prep is. Listen, I picked them to win the bracket. Remember, oh, I did yeah. pick them to yeah. win that. So yeah. I'm with you. I think they beat them. I don't know. I think sometimes St. Peter's has a little problem with like the physical teams. 
And um, I think Seton Hall is going to be more physical, so I'm going to take Seton Hall on the road. All right. Our next matchup in non-public A is number six, Don Bosco, at number three, St. Joe's of Montvale. Three nights. Coach, can you imagine this is a, this is a, this isn't even a semifinals. This is like a quarterfinal I matchup. I know it's crazy. I'll tell you what, it's crazy. Great, great, great football. Great football here in our state. But um, you know, I, I've I've seen that um, that um, St. Joe's team, and that they they can they can play. They can run the football. They play good defense. Yeah, very good team. I think they're a little underrated. Haven't been real consistent, but. Um, I think they can give it a run. Right, that you have St. Joe's, right, Coach? Yes. Okay. Uh, Kenny's picking Bosco by a score of seventeen to fourteen, saying that Bosco is going to show just how strong non-public A is as a six seed. I I agree. You know what? I feel like they've been a little um, up and down, uh, but I do I do think they're going to uh, I think they're going to pull it off. Who oh, you're going Bosco? Bosco? Yeah. Okay. And Mr. Beelin is Bosco as well. All right. That, this is perfect. Let them all go on that side and me and Coach are together. I'm with Coach. I think they're a little underrated. They have, I believe, their th- three losses, right? They're six and three. Like Coach said, not consistent. But, hey, they got to be consistent now for three games in a row. That's in the past, right? I'm going St. Joe's, too. Run the ball, defense. That's the um, – listen, Bosco is going to do the same thing. But at home, I'm taking St. Joe's. All right. And our last non-public A matchup on the docket this week is number seven, Del Barton, at number two, St. Augustine. Now, now, Kurt, you know I can't, I can't root for St. Augustine or, or hope that they get anything. Right. <laughs> Little history there. The Gales lost to St. Augustine in a state final only to have the state take that title away from St. Augustine for illegal players. You think the Gales should get that state championship? Absolutely. Nope. They didn't give it to anybody. It's vacant. So I have a problem. I have a problem <laughs> going with them. So. All right. So Del Barton for Coach Sheridan. Um, Kenny is picking Del Barton by a score of 23 to 21, saying he will never pick against his adopted team. Um, Mr. Beelin is going Del Barton. I'm going St. Augustine. And the reason, it's not that I don't think Del Barton can't beat them. You know what? Everybody hypes up the teams in our area, and I feel like they just have something to, they got the two seed. I feel like they've got something to prove. And uh, I think that's going to yeah. be... See, yeah. now, I'm going to be honest. I really want to change my mind after hearing that story with Coach. <laughs> but, Coach, I got too much to lose in this competition. So, <laughs> I, I can't just give this game away because I think St. Augustine's going to win. St. Augustine beat St. Joe's a Hamilton. And that, what I look at, yeah. you know, Del Barton, I know we look sometimes and says they don't beat the better teams. So, um, but I am going to take... Uh, St. Mary should have that title, yeah, but I'm going to take St. Augustine's for the St. Augustine. It's a for strange this looking at this and not seeing St. Joe's Hamilton in there. I know. All right, our non-public B. This is actually their first round of play, so we have number eight Immaculata at number one DePaul. Coach, DePaul's too strong. I'll take DePaul. All right. Real so- quick, Beelan saying when you pay fifty thousand a year, I'm taking Del Barton each week. LOL. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Jen. What are we on? We're on. Okay, got it. Coach, you had DePaul, correct? I didn't. Coach Sheridan. Yes. All right. So yes. does Kenny by his predicting a score of 28 to seven. He said, "Too bad DePaul is not in non-public A." I don't know if they agree with that because I think their their strength of schedule in the non-public they play all those non-public A's. regular season is, as we've discussed many times, going to help them in the non-public P bracket. I think we both picked them to win the whole thing. So I have uh, DePaul as well. Mister Beelan has DePaul, so we're all so far for DePaul. Yeah, I'm going to go with DePaul too, Coach. This is that second defense. When I said to you about defense, they're DePaul's defense is nasty. I mean, they shut out. Um, they shut out St. Joe's seventeen nothing. They gave up like set. I'm gonna say like no more than fourteen points. Even the Bergen game was a close game, and they're playing up. So, uh, yep, I'm gonna take DePaul. All right, our other non-public B game that we've uh, that we're picking for this week is number seven Morris Catholic at number two Red Bank Catholic. I'm going Red Bank Catholic. All right. And Kenny is picking Morris Catholic by a score of 27 to 24. I'm um, sorry. Kenny's picking Morris Catholic. Okay. Just because <laughs> just because Kurt gave up on his adopted team. Yep. So very nice of you, Kenny, to take one for the team there, literally. Uh, I'm picking Red Bank Catholic as well. Mr. Beelan's picking Red Bank Catholic. And you? Yeah, just keep letting Kenny make those picks, and then he's going to keep going down and down and down. Um, I'm going Red Bank Catholic. It's not about adoption or anything. It's about smarts. Morris Catholic is, has been down the past couple of weeks. Red Bank Catholic has one loss, and like Coach said, the Red Bank Catholic's going to win. All right, and our last one on the docket is our out-of-state, our our adopted team for the season in terms of our picks. Is... By the way, real quick, before you get to that, Kenny mentioned this, and I don't know if I understand it, but I think what he's saying in Maryland, they kind of do like a tournament of champions right. where, like, one... you win the bracket, you and now that champion comes out and so they play. one true state I champion? Think, yeah, I don't know if it's, yeah, like sections. It's a little weird the way he was saying okay. it. All right, well, however it's done there, we have number four. How do you say that? La Plata. La Plata at number one, our adopted team, Huntingtown. We had to, make, we had to give you some out-of-state research, Coach. <laughs> yeah, you know what? When I was at the University of Maryland, they named the dorms after the different counties. And I, I've had some good times in La Plata. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going with La Plata. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. All right. By the way, I said before to Kenny, all right, um, it's, uh, how did I say it? I think I called it La, La Plata. He goes, no, 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 it's La Plata. Make sure you don't say it wrong on air. So it's La Plata. All right, Kenny's picking Huntingtown over La Plata by a score of 28 to 20. Um, he's saying that La Plata is better than their record uh, indicates and... They're going to give Huntingtown a scare. Um, I'm picking Huntingtown. Mr. Beelan's picking Huntingtown. And how about you? Yeah, I'm going to do Like you said, we adopted this team, you know, like our out-of-state <laughs> team. One loss. But right, um, right. I'm going to take them. They run the ball, coach. They run the ball, play defense is the word we're getting from Mr. Kirkpatrick. So I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. I'm in for the sentimental reasons. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Coach, uh, I was going to ask you one more question. Um, 
What's your, I don't know if I asked you last time, real quick, what's your thoughts on how the, the NJIC now does the championship? They, they do the little playoff in the in the beginning of the, you know, in the, like, week six, week seven, week eight. And do you think other other towns are going to, other um, conferences. conferences are going to do that going forward? I, I like it, Kurt. I, I think I think it changes up the flavor. It, it, it gets stale sometimes. I like a lot of the things that the different conferences are doing. I think the, the playoffs with the cross um, over to the other uh, conference, the other divisions, I, I think that's all good because, you know, you lock into those seven and eight games every year and you really don't, you know, it, it, you don't really experience what teams are really changing and excelling in the other conferences. So I, I like the changes. I, I really think that that's the way to go. I, I, I think the more we can spice it up, the better feel we have for really who, who deserves the championships. That's a great point. You know, Dr. John Taylor was commenting, uh, you know, a tournament of champions in New Jersey football question, you know. Um, I wonder if they ever – I guess the scheduling is really well, – See, I, I the... just don't know, like, like that. I, you know, like, what's your thoughts on that, Coach? Because, like, Kenny's saying it's a little different, but – But in Dr. John Taylor's comment, even, he's saying a potential game would be, like, Bergen Catholic versus Cedar Grove. Now, what – you know, right, you like, know. see, that, I don't know, Coach, yeah. what's your thoughts on that? Like, just too big of a school to, to have a group one go and say? Yeah, yeah, you can't have that that overmatched. I mean, it's it's got to be like like it's the conferences that St. Mary's and, and they have gone to with the crossover to the other divisions. I mean, it's still the same sizes of schools. Um you got to be careful with that, right? Because especially when you get into the you know the the, the non-public divisions, you've got a distinct advantage with some of those larger uh, all-male schools over a co-ed or you know um, some of the smaller schools. Um, it, it's just it, it's got to be balanced correctly, but I do think that you need to change up the the old same conference, right. same groups. Whether you can play out to one, I don't know about that. Maybe like playing how, out to two, that might be the way to go. I like how they did, you know, extend it one more. You know, it used to end with just the sectional title, you know, and now they're having the Norths play against each other and the South and the Central play and to get that further, you know. Yeah. Um, I do. I mean, I guess there's a possibility of extending it one more even where the winner of the North plays the winner of the – because at least you're staying within that group and then you could right. have a, a group champion. Um, but Coach uh, – Dr. Taylor saying he doesn't think most coaches – I think he thinks they would share your sentiment, Coach Sheridan, that they really wouldn't – Yeah. It wouldn't see, be wise even. See, it's different. Like, you yeah. get – softball or baseball you get softball and you have a stud pitcher it really doesn't matter whether you're little cedar grove or iha i mean that girl's gonna carry you through and you know but you're not gonna put a bergen catholic and a cedar grove and you know offensive linemen's 280 280 280 right. 280 and it's just there's no way they're gonna stop them it's just right. right i mean those those days are few and far between you know when when it the 35-year-old, 35-player uh, roster can play a 60-player roster. Um, it, it, when, when you're in the, the non-publics, all those kids can play. 
Right. So you know you 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 got just too much changeover, too much um, substitutions and advantage and two-way players versus one-way players. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's very tough. Oh, and Dr. John is saying that it's already approved for next year in the playoffs that each group will have one true state champion. Right. See, the thing is with the non-publics, we've right. we've always done that. Though right. there's going to be no, you know, like that's it's not different. You really are yeah. playing a true state champion. The, right. the, it's the it's the public schools that right. are going to change. That's that's right, and and as long as they keep it by groups, I'm all for it. Right. You know, and then that's that's fine. Right. All right, Coach. Thank you so much for joining us again. It's nice to uh, have you with us, and just to uh, to see you. <laughs> Listen, it's always a pleasure. I really enjoy it. Love staying connected with you guys. You guys are doing a great job, and um, anytime I can. Chime in. Give me a call. Right, Absolutely. We, will. we definitely will. <laughs> I, I, I got to say this. Coach had the best line today when I texted him about the thing. And what, what did you say to me when you said, we're picking all these games? <laughs> I had like nine more on the sheet. Jen's telling me, we can't do 30 games. We can't do 30. Yeah, I had them pare it like down, four, Coach. Yeah, I got like four pages here. <laughs> So, thank you very much, Coach Sheridan. You're the man. Right, you Appreciate it. Have a good night. Thank you, Coach. Great show. Thank you. All right, there's Coach Sheridan, the legend, St. Mary's. And I do have to say one more thing, because can I get my paper? Yeah. Can you give me Kenny's picks real quick? Because yep. Kenny did have a bet, and, and, and I will accept this. He said, if real quick, we'll get this on air. If Del Barton, if Del Barton or Morris Catholic win. He says he's going to take my place and co-host the future show. I have to apologize to Morris Catholic for putting them back up for adoption. And I have to take Bella out and video it that it's out. That's the best part of that one. Now, yeah. now I'm going to switch this. If both teams lose, Kenny said when he comes out, when he comes back to Jersey and stays, he's going to take Bella out. I don't have to send them Colonial Bakery. <laughs> I could give them like a free pick. So like, say Bergen Catholic's playing Immaculata. I could say, okay, Kenny's picking Immaculata. And then I have to pick a new adopted team. No. You know what I'm going to do? Very simple. I don't care about these four. These two teams lose. The next time Kenny comes and stays... He's going to handle all the chores you ask of me. Oh, Kenny, you're what? Well, let's make a delay. Taking out the garbage. Hold on, hold on. All the things I ask or what he actually does. Those are two very different things. So, so there we go. Notice his wording. There we go. I can, you'll do all the things I ask, but that he doesn't do. So. I will make the thing. I will make it. I will make it. Garbage. Recycling. <laughs> vacuuming the sports room oh my god none of this happened cleaning cleaning a certain bathroom kenny will be oh, taking yeah. care of right right K kenny it, this is made to his benefit because those are the things i ask him to do and he doesn't do them so he's trying to get you to do them for him it's always there's always an angle oh this is i love this <laughs> if ridgewood wins the title can we record the new podcast and in the first episode the hosts wear windows not absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Me and Lou will have on <laughs> the Windows 95 shirts. That is a good one. That's it. That is that Look at Kenny. I'm taking you underdogs. Oh, exactly. <laughs> he no. knows. He knows. You know what? Kenny you know knows. what? He, he Where's his, sis? Sis knows wait. too. He put his foot in his mouth. He's not getting out of it. Del Barton loses. Morris Catholic loses. He's getting all those chores next time. Where? where that wasn't written down. All the chores. I wrote it down. Chores, and I'm signing Oh, my it. God. Chores. No, don't worry, Kenny. Sign. <laughs> Done deal. Thank you, everyone, for watching tonight. Be See sure you guys Friday night. Friday night for our recap show. Absolutely. Good luck to everybody playing. Right, and thank you again to Coach O'Connor from Mount Olive and Coach Sin Q from Clifton. And Coach Sheridan for our picks. Absolutely. See you guys next Good week. Good night.